Ludwig Sinitz, the founder of our company, left us with a mission. To focus on people, their learning and growing. In the Mindtastic podcast, we want to explore what learning and growing means at TGW Logistics Group. And since we believe that everyone is naturally curious and wants to learn from others, we are here to support that journey. The show is hosted by Tina, your average, curious, passionate TGW employee. That's me. Hi, everyone. Listen to the trailer if you're new to the show and want to know what to expect. Or join Tina on her journey of lifelong learning, because curiosity never stops. And neither do we. Hello once again from the Mindtastic podcast. Again, it's me, Tina, and my two guests today are... Hi, my name is Angie. I work in the purchasing department of TTW in Michigan, the US, and have been with the company for a little more than five years. Hi, my name is Jan. 27 years old. I live in Austria, working in the headquarters of TGW in Wales. And I started in TGW in June 2022. What's an easy explanation of your job? How would you explain it to a 12-year-old? We have customers who want to build warehouses. And we're responsible for buying all the machines, shelves, racks that the customer needs, that they are happy. Okay, I would explain it in a totally different way, maybe because I have explained it to my nieces and I've told them, imagine you're building a swing in the garden and you look at all the parts that make it look like, for example, in a picture that you have in your head and I need to buy all the parts so that it actually looks like what you need for it to be in the end. Mm -hmm. So buying everything is what connects both explanations, I think. And buying everything you need for a warehouse is in the end what you do, right? Yes. So then let's move on to a more advanced explanation. Give me a brief introduction to your job and your responsibilities. So we're both strategic buyers. And that means that we take care of the partnerships with our suppliers We are responsible for making the strategic decisions for purchasing in whatever projects we're working for. We both work as project-related buyers, which means that you are responsible for a project that is assigned to only you. So you buy all the things that you need for this project. And that means that buying the materials, the TGW does not manufacture itself because we don't do everything by ourselves. So that's why we need very close partnerships with our suppliers so they can provide us with all the material that we would need. That's exactly what I wanted to ask. TGW is a general contractor, a systems integrator, which means we produce everything from mechatronics to robotics to the control systems and software. Why do we even need to buy anything? So not we produce everything that wouldn't make sense and it's not really possible. There are simple companies on the market who are highly specialized and that's where it pays for us to buy their product instead of building it for ourselves. And we are not specialized in making the perfect shelving or the perfect labelers or scales because no one can be perfect in all areas. That's not possible, as I, as I said before. And, but our goal is always to offer our customers a really good performance and the best package, the best combination of everything. 
Yeah. And I would also say it wouldn't make sense in an economic perspective to produce everything by ourselves. And that's why we are needed in the purchasing department. And especially mm-hmm. in the past few years, especially since COVID hit, we've run into difficulties doing that because deliveries can sometimes take longer than expected. And it also has gotten a lot more expensive than it's used to be. Mm-hmm. You're talking about supply chain issues, which is on everybody's lips just now. How does it influence your work? I can talk about it from my perspective, meaning me being in the U.S., It's been pretty challenging because delivering containers from Austria or from Europe in general has gotten really expensive and we are very dependent on mechanics. So we do have a lot of deliveries coming in from them. So it's gotten a lot more expensive and the margin has gotten a lot less profitable for for TTW. So what we're doing right now is we try to take this into account. We try to be very proactive, especially for future projects. We try to source as much as possible in the U.S. so we don't have to import everything or not everything, but a big part from Europe. So you adapted your strategy. We're working on it, yes. For some serious production items or standard items, it can be a problem to obtain them, but we have already adjusted well to the challenges. We track delivery times and can therefore estimate very well how long it should take to get our goods and to meet our delivery dates. And we also benefit from our long-lasting partnerships with our suppliers. And that is the biggest benefit, I guess. Yeah, that sounds good. Why did you decide to go into purchasing and what made you stay in the job? I have to admit, when I finished college, I saw an advertisement of purchasing in the papers. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to apply for it and see how it is going because you don't really know what you want to do after you just get out of school. And And I've stayed... A little ad for our podcast here. You also (laughs) probably don't really know what the job really entails. You're like, okay, something about purchasing. Let's see what's that about. Yeah, correct. So I didn't know if I was going to stay or if I was going to like it or not. And it turns out I did like it because I enjoy negotiating with suppliers. I'm a very outgoing person and you need to have that personality in order to do so. And what I really like is that we are very important for our suppliers. So I am the customer for them. So they kind of want to satisfy whatever I need. So I'm not in sales where I need to sell my products or where I might need to be very pushy and try to convince whoever that whatever I'm doing is the best because that's just not what I would be good at. So that's why I've stayed and yeah, I've enjoyed it so far. Oh yeah, that's great. Somebody wants to satisfy you, not the other way yeah. around. That's, <laughs> right. I can see the appeal. <laughs> How about you, Jan? What brought you into the wild and inspiring field of purchasing? I got into purchasing through an apprenticeship and professional development and I enjoyed it from the beginning. What I really love about purchasing is having a good negotiation success, sorting and evaluating offers. And I think the best of my job is the constant progress that is visible and the constant closing and seeing that I'm really making progress. And of course, I also like it when I know at the end of a project that I've contributed to this and I've purchased it. For example, I've purchased the rack or the shelves or when I see a a finished uh, warehouse. 
That sounds really nice. Yeah. What else makes your work fun and what skills are needed to be a successful purchasing agent? I think highly important skills are communicative and very open, stress resistant, because we often work in different phases. There are sections in the projects that are more intensive or less And we have to work through things very quickly to finalize contracts. And affinity for numbers would be very good because you have to keep track of a lot of numbers and compare offers. Yeah, so I'm out. Sorry. <laughs> can't be, can't become <laughs> your colleagues. Yeah, I, I agree with Jan. You got to be very self-confident and very open-minded and not afraid to demand something or to talk to people and express your expectations at what you really want and expect from, in our case, the supplier. But I think it's also very beneficial if you want to work in purchasing that you start off from the beginning, meaning that you don't expect to work in the strategic part right away, but you do learn what it means to work in operational purchasing in order to work your way up to strategic purchasing, because that helps you in the end to understand what steps are needed in order to come to a goal to finalize a contract. Mm, so there is some progression needed and some learning and development, which is interesting because I assume that people might say to you, oh, aren't you just doing a little shopping if you're a purchasing agent? What are the parts of your work that aren't so visible from the outside? Yeah, I'm actually very often asked what I actually do in my job. And it is hard to explain if the person who's asking doesn't really work in the same environment. But I would say that a lot of people don't realize how well we know the materials we are buying or we acquire or how well we need to educate ourselves because we probably don't know everything about it either. So it's a lot of research and getting to know the parts. And it's also underrated how much we are in contact with our suppliers. For example, talking to them what they offer, what best meets our needs and also not only talking to suppliers, but also to our colleagues, the, the engineers, the quality department. There's so much coordination going on in the background and no one really realizes how much communication is necessary for everyone in order to, to complete a project and to be successful as a team because you cannot do it alone. You're very dependent on other people. And what's also very underrated is that we have to negotiate for every order a contract with each supplier. It sounds very easy, but it's often very hard and it took a lot of time. So we must find an agreement individually with, with the supplier. And that's not possible to use a draft or something like that. That's, you, you use every time. So that takes a lot of time. So in the end, you have to negotiate in terms of payment, uh, insurance, the liability, and all the other stuff who is important for the contract. So that's very hard sometimes. And it took often seven, eight rounds to finalize the contract. So you don't just go out and buy something. You have to compare a lot, keep an eye on supplier relationships, no market conditions, be able to argue well, probably in negotiations, I assume. Yes. And I think a very important thing is the supplier relations, because if you cancel two or three times with someone shortly before finalizing a contract or signing a contract, the supplier might not consider us 
reliable customer. So we have to take that into account as well and think about it before choosing a supplier. That explains very well, actually, why there is strategic in your job title, I feel like. This is one example where that is like, oh, yeah, of course, that is strategic thinking about how do I deal with the suppliers. Exactly. It's like when I get an inquiry for, for a job or for a project, I look through the portfolio that we have already established and then go from there, which supplier might work. And then I talk to them what they have for us. How can we work together on, to meet our needs? And in the next step, then I might come to a concrete negotiation with a supplier or I might realize that I actually need to look for, for a different one. It just depends. I'm curious, how does the typical workday of a strategic purchasing agent look like? Lots of meetings, jumping from one to the next one. <laughs> Lots of coordination in the project teams because we have several projects in parallel, so not only one, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, phone calls with the suppliers, taking decisions, orders, and preparing everything for our operative colleagues so that they can make it happen. What are challenges when it comes to your work? I would say mine are keeping track of where we are in the project because the schedules tend to change a lot. So sometimes you get lost in, okay, what is due and when actually does it need to be at the customer side? So it's a lot of communication with the project managers. Also checking, do we already have an agreement? What contracts are missing? It's always challenging to keep up what the current status is. So you need to be very well organized and always proactively get the information so that everything works out on time because a lot of people don't think about the purchasing department or what they need in order to do their job. So you need to be very proactive and get into communication with all different kind of departments. For me personally, it's the contract negotiations because yeah, it's, it's often really hard, yeah, as I mentioned before, because the ideas of the suppliers sometimes very different, very specific. And so you, you can't just follow a pattern, but really have to talk all the details through once again and once again. And yeah, so it's not a process that can't be standardized easily. Yeah, you have to, to negotiate from order to order. Wow. I'm kind of impressed of the job you're doing because as most people, I probably didn't know enough about purchasing. I love how, Anshi, you said, oh, I just saw an ad and then I applied and I didn't actually know what I was getting myself into, but then I actually liked it. So I'm going to summarize a little bit what else I've learned today. I think I gained a very good understanding of why there is strategic in your job title and how you have to negotiate with suppliers, how you have to be strategic about that, how you have to keep track of everything's going on in multiple projects that you're working for at the same time. And then also how important your contribution is for the success of our projects, because if you don't have the things that are necessary on time, then we can't proceed probably in the project. And in the end, when there's a fulfillment center, I love how you, Jan, said, and then I can go like, this is what I bought and I bought that and this is what I ordered and this is what I negotiated for them. It's kind of fun to think about uh, that too. So... Before we let our guests go, there's also a little rapid fire question round we always do at the end. So I want to do that with you too, of course. Try to answer the questions as quickly as possible, but also as interesting as possible. 
if your desk at work could talk about you, what would it say? Thanks for keeping me so clean. It would probably say you're really organized, drink too much coffee and tend to swear from time to time. <laughs> and is it pro swearing or is it like, Angie, work on that? Both. <laughs> Depends on the day. <laughs> uh, I'm curious, what world record do you think strategic purchasing agents have a shot at beating? A very hard question, but I think it's all about savings. Yeah? So biggest savings or shortest delivery times, something like that. Nice. I don't, I don't know. I think from a personal standpoint, it's like talking a lot and very fast so that the counterpart can't do anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> most words in a minute, most yes, sad most words, words in a minute used. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> or seconds. Yeah. <laughs> If we're already talking about most used words, what are the most used words in your profession? Can you give us a few examples? What is your last price? <laughs> yeah, final offer. Yeah, all about the price. Final offer, final negotiations, last round. Lead time. Something like that. Then last but not least, any famous last words for saying bye-bye to our <laughs> listeners? Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happens. Oh, nice. <laughs> A very nice choice. Huh. <laughs> so, Angie, it's your turn. That's hard to follow. I don't have anything smart to say. I just hope everyone got a great understanding of what we're doing and that it's fun working in the purchasing department. Come to the purchasing, to the dark side. <laughs> we have cookies. And we do have cookies. Ooh. Well, then there's only one thing for me left to say. Thank you very much for being so open, for sharing so much about your job, for letting us know what challenges you face, what skills are important. It was really, really inspiring to hear what you're thinking about, what you're having to work through every day. I really enjoyed talking to you today. Thank you. So did I. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. This podcast is produced by Mantastic. As the Global Learning and Development Department at TGW Logistics Group, we care about making learning an experience. If you found this episode valuable, share it with colleagues and friends and give us a review. We'd love to hear feedback. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on further episodes. To connect with us, drop us a message at mindtastic at tgw-group.com You can also check out our show notes for more information. Tina, any last words? Until next time, keep learning and growing.